we, we want to help you get kids on bikes. I mean, we are driven by that. We're not looking to make money. We're not trying to market to kids in any way that's unsavory. We truly care about kids on bikes. That's it. That's why we call it bike. That's our goal. It's crazy goal. Big goal to say every kindergartner leaves kindergarten knowing how to ride a bike in the United States. But um, we're on track to do it. So we're going to keep pushing. Welcome to the Move World Podcast, where we interview using education, movement, and play from around the world. With your host, my daddy, Brian Lane. All Kids Bike is a national movement that's on a mission to teach every child in America how to ride a bike in kindergarten PE class. Supported by the Strider Education Foundation, They work together to get Learn to Ride programs in public schools for free. Here to talk more about that program, the Executive Director, Matt Seabon. Matt, thank you very much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Awesome. Can you tell us just more about this whole program? Because it sounds great. Absolutely. You know, um, All Kids Bike, just as the name says, um, we're, we're very passionate um, with Strider Education Foundation, which is, what, like you said, what, what backs this movement. And it is to get every kindergartner in America on a bike as part of their kindergarten PE program. Um, we work um, with a group of people with Strider Bikes, which is a separate entity, but related to us. And if you know anything about Strider Bikes, those are the bikes with no pedals, the little bikes mm-hmm. that kids to ride with no training wheels um, and get kids two and three years old up on two wheels. So as a company and as a movement, we are passionate about cycling. We're passionate about the outdoors. We're passionate about young people being able to get right up there with their older siblings and their parents on two wheels. And, and that's really what drives us. What we've also found is that in, in America, um, as there have been so many competing interests for young kids, is so many children are not riding a bike anymore. And, and we see where there are fifth graders who literally don't know how to ride a bike and don't have the basic yeah. skills. And, and, and so for us, we, we make a bold statement and we we say that um, riding a bike is the single most important skill a kindergartner can learn in PE class. Now, as mm-hmm. a PE teacher, I'm not sure you totally agree with that, but <laughs> all the associated skills with riding a bike that kids get. So, so we oh, all I believe it. it's right up there. Nice. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome what you guys are doing. I mean, I we talked a minute earlier. I love riding my bike. I have a road bike, a mountain bike. Uh, my son is four and a half. He just learned about three to four weeks ago how to ride without training wheels. Um, so we didn't go the balance bike route and, mm-hmm. um, and he's on a bike without training wheels and now he's totally bought in. He's hooked. He's obsessed every day. I come home from work. He wants to ride. So clearly I see the value of it. Absolutely. And you know, so many of us, I, I don't know how, how you grew up, but people of my generation, um, who are, I guess, generation X often had a bicycle as their ticket to the world in their town or their city or wherever they lived. I mean, I just think of, of growing up in a pretty rural place, um, Cheyenne, Wyoming, myself, if I didn't have mm-hmm. a bike, I would not have, I wouldn't have had a social life. I mean, I just yep. you rode your bike everywhere, wind, snow, whatever it took, you know, and I think some of that's been lost. Um, and, and certainly I, I'm not disparaging screens and computers, but I think the more active kids can be. And, and as, you know, as a foundation, and as a, a group of people who want to get kids on bikes, we just um, we, we push for that, even if it's unstructured, just getting kids out there safely on two wheels moving. You know, we do teach helmet safety, traffic safety, all of that as part of our programs as well. 
Yeah, I love that. And it's so awesome to hear you talk about the past and growing up riding bikes because just like you, that was my life. I mean, I, I grew up out in the country and my grandparents lived a couple miles down the road. And my brother and I would just hop on our BMX bikes and go riding down there. And then we'd ride through any time we saw a stone pile, we'd turn it into a jump. Just we were obsessed with it. But like you said, that was your ticket to life to anywhere you wanted to go. And I agree with you that that's, that's been lost more and more over the years. Definitely. Think of the, what else comes with learning to ride a bike, you know, it's fun, it's freedom, it's health, it's mobility, it's confidence. It's really all of those things. And the the health benefits of learning to ride a bike and having a love for cycling or using a a bike as a mode of transportation, especially in urban areas um, with the COVID pandemic and everything, we have seen cycling go way up as um, from selling bikes to people riding bikes to the used bike market. But it just gives you so many options um, with that. And then obviously the health piece with um, childhood obesity and children that are so unhealthy at such a young age now, um, it just, you know, there's all kinds of data out there, all kinds of stats, all kinds of good research that says, get on a bike early, get that skill, learn that habit. And it really does make a difference down the road. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy to hear you say that. What would you say kids in fifth grade, you've learned that, don't don't know how to ride a bike right now. It's on a side note, in my PE classes in the past couple of years, we've started taking the kids sledding during the winter time. And this year we found a great tree that we're climbing. Nice. You wouldn't believe how many fourth graders I have that have either never gone sledding or never climbed a tree before. And it's crazy. And I think it's the same stuff you're talking about. There's there's just other things that they're doing, whether it's screens or not, I think they're just inside more and they're not having that free unstructured play as much. Absolutely true. So can you describe a little bit about what the program actually does when someone, how does someone get involved in it first, I guess, if they wanted to get bikes in their school? Absolutely. It's um, really, check out our website. It's allkidsbike.org, but it's quite simple. Um, It happens several ways. It often happens with a PE teacher who's motivated and said, you know what, I want more tools in my toolbox to help my kindergartners get engaged and get moving. So um, it's essentially this. We get contacted by someone who's interested, like a kindergarten teacher. It could be a PE teacher. It could be a principal. It could be a superintendent for an entire school system. It could be a community person who loves cycling. Um, We get the ball rolling. The school applies, um, and the school gets a set of bikes, um, 22 Strider bikes. We use a model for kindergarten specifically called the 14X. It's a super cool bike. It's, um, it's convertible, basically. It converts from a balance bike to a pedal bike with a chain and everything, and it's specifically made with the right geometry for children ages four to six years old. So PE teachers get a fleet of bikes, they get a set of helmets, they get a full curriculum that they get trained in, and they get support for five years. So it's basically, if you break it down, it's $10 a kid to teach a kid to ride a bike. And hmm. that's, that can serve, we, we average, you know, most schools in the U.S. have about 100 kindergartners. So the total cost of the program right now is $4,000. And Strider, as a company, is very, very philanthropic. And that's where Strider Education Foundation comes in and really gives the bikes that are extremely discounted for schools. It's not no way a moneymaker. It's really a movement to change the way 
kids look at bikes. It teaches safety. It teaches all of that. So it's basically fill out an application online. We help the schools find the funding whenever possible. We also have um, fundraising mechanisms for schools um, through social media. But the the price tag on that is $4,000. And that is a one-time price. It is not like, okay, like so many times in education, okay, it's $4,000 up front and then it's this much every year. It's not, it's one time. Mm. So it's very cool. You know, right now we have, um, we have over 220 schools nationally that have this program in place and it, wow. it, it's, it's simple. It's turnkey. It, it's just something that's so cool. And it's really hard to argue with this saying, oh, that's a terrible idea. Mm. You know? so, so it's worked well. And I can just tell you from my background, um, Prior to this, I was assistant superintendent in Rapid City, South Dakota. It's a school district with 15 elementary schools. And what we did was implemented this district-wide, first district in the nation because Strider is based in Rapid City, South Dakota as a company as well. So a very generous corporate donor, Black Hills Harley-Davidson, wrote a check for every school. And we did this all at once. We trained the teachers. We got the kids on bikes. We did it in PE. And it was it was just really hard to argue with when you see the smiles on kids' faces, you see the confidence and you see what a draw it is as a kindergartner to learn to ride a bike. It really yeah. levels the playing field as well for kids. If you think about it, whether it's a kid that's really kind of shy and withdrawn as a kindergartner or a kid that's outgoing and says, I already know how to ride a bike and I go off jumps. It's like, okay, that's cool too, but there's a great way to ride a bike and have the proper technique. And it's part of your kindergarten class for PE. Hmm. So, pretty cool. But what we've seen is some kids, um, some of our biggest success stories were some of our most impoverished students in the district that just because of some situations out of their control, they didn't have the exposure to a bike or an adult in their life that was helping them with that. But they all learned to ride. Another Mm -hmm. example is, um, sadly, some kids in kindergarten are are quite obese. um, And some kids that were were pretty overweight, um, also at a level playing field. It wasn't like, I'm not getting on the bike. I'm too big. They got on and had success as well. So um, it, awesome. it, it's just so cool to see. And, you know, we've got lots of video of this being successful. Um, we're in 35 states now, schools in 35 states. But right now our movement is school by school. Um, we definitely have some areas where we have more schools involved than others, but this is a program we have not been actively pushing out, you know, through promoting and marketing. Um, it's more of a word of mouth type of program, although we, we do want to push it out more, but we're also being respectful of what schools and school districts are dealing with, with COVID right now, because there's different things happening everywhere. And we don't mm-hmm. want to say, here's one more thing, but it is a great time for schools to be planning towards this, you know, even a year away, saying, boy, we really need that for our kindergartners. Why don't we get this going and start planning for next year? Yeah. I can just imagine the look on the kindergartners' faces when they see the bikes delivered and how, however they're uh, presented to them in class, but just knowing that they can ride a bike in school, they got to go nuts about that. They do. And we usually make a pretty big deal about it. Often it's a community funder or a group of people in a community that will fund it with whether it's a car dealership, a bike dealership, bike shop, um, a local business. They usually come in and deliver the bikes. You know, the kids get really, really excited about it. But what's even more exciting is when they have this as part of their curriculum in kindergarten. Yep. They look forward to that day. Oh, this is the day the bikes are coming out, you know, so it really has so many benefits and and at the core it gets kids moving and it engages mm-hmm. them in just another way with a life skill that i mean 
balance is important. All of the yep. things, as you know, I mean, just physiologically associated with having good balance just makes a huge difference for kids from fine motor to gross motor skills. Mm -hmm. I'm always a huge fan of obviously empowering kids with the skills to get active outside of school too. So even though, even though you and I probably used to assume that every kid knows how to ride a bike, they don't. And that's, and that trend is continuing right now. So with, through your program, you're giving them, like you said, life skills that they can, they can walk away from school that day and ask their parents or maybe figure out a way to get a bike of their own. And you could have turned them on to something that they might love to do forever. Absolutely. And there's so many programs in communities that will get a kid a bike, uh, you know, just wherever you live, there's generally someone who will help a kid get a bike if they want a bike. Mm -hmm. you know, it's just one more, one more thing for them to have and, and to help them in life. Yeah. I really like the curriculum piece too, that you support schools with giving them ways to implement these bikes. Can you give us a little insight on what that part of it might look like? Absolutely. The curriculum really starts with students learning the basics of, of a bike, you know, everything from up, down, left and right, feet on the ground, helmet, kind of the proper safety checklist, and then takes them through a curriculum that allows them first to use the balance bike through some courses. It can be in a gym, it can be outdoors, it can really happen in a lot of places. It's kind of like your ground school before your flight hmm. school. Yeah. So you start to stride on what a PE PE teacher would likely do, let's just say, you know, you have 20 kids in your class um, and, you know, eight of them are, are ready to pedal and the others aren't quite and they're, they're raring to go. So you're able as a teacher to make that adjustment um, as the next class they come back. Some are starting to pedal, some are starting to still striding in the balance bike. But it really goes through that curriculum where there's a core every time of students knowing that safety piece. You know, for us, the helmet piece is huge. I mean, so sure. it, I, I love to see kids on bikes, but boy, I do not like to see kids on bikes doing dangerous stuff without a helmet. So um, yep. it, it, it's kind of just baked into the program. But yeah. it, it's fun. You know, it's not a lot of um, what I really like about the curriculum is it's developmentally appropriate. It's not about the teacher and no offense, the teacher talking, talking, talking. And yep. then the last five minutes you get on the bike. You know, it really yep. is about engaging quickly and safely, but straddling that bike, being on that bike, having the seat at the right height and getting it moving. So it, it's a pretty cool curriculum. It is, um, it's eight lessons. It's not a lot um, for a teacher to do, but many teachers it's, will take those eight lessons and have the same lesson multiple times and then come back to it throughout the school year. Because mm -hmm. riding a bike, if kids are only doing it at school in kindergarten, Chances are there that's a skill they, they they've got it, but if they're not practicing it, they're not solidifying that skill. So it yeah. is coming back to that. There's a lot of spiraling back within the curriculum for teachers. It's a simple curriculum. It's an online training. Um, once teachers have that, they get what's what we call a token. They're certified, and that's when the bikes are delivered. So a teacher signs up, does the curriculum. Of course, ask your principal if you're a PE teacher listening to this. Be sure. Yeah. Knows and they're on board. We don't want um, anyone getting in trouble, and that that usually doesn't happen, but occasionally it does. Because it's hmm. not just about the equipment. Um, some things people ask about with the school program too. That's probably important to note is just storage. You know, okay, I got this little closet next to the gym. Where am I going to put these bikes? Um, we have storage solutions as well. Um, very with basically from items from Home Depot or your home improvement store we can store a lot of bikes in a very small area. These bikes are also made to store easily. So it, it does help with that. Um, the other question that comes up a lot is, well, what about liability? You know, what if kids get hurt? What if the helmets and everything? 
we've had no issues with that. And as a former, you know, someone who ran a school district, um, that was my first question. What about liability? Checked with our yeah. liability insurance carrier. No issues there. Kids, I, I don't want to say school's dangerous, but kids engage in some things that are pretty dangerous as they get older in school and school districts. Again, as long as they're not being negligent, um, there's not a liability issue here. So hmm. I want to put that out there. No, that's that's great. I'm glad that you pointed that out because when you talk when people talk about gymnastics and there there's so many things that people want to teach in PE, but they're afraid because of liability. And I get it. Of course. But I, I really liked what you said, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but what you said about it not being about the teacher, having it be about the kids. It's funny that you say that because I'm an introvert as it is. So it's easy for me to not talk that much in front of the kids. Mm -hmm. But that is such a huge pet peeve of mine, especially in phys ed, is just talking so much that the kids aren't even active for that much of class when the whole point of them being in there is to get up and get moving. And I know that all of us teachers tend to think that it's easy for us to think that we're the experts. So we need to bestow all of our knowledge on the kids and give them everything that we know so that they will know it. But man, there's so much value in what you said and just not having it be about you, get them on the bikes, get them going, and then you can help them through that process. Yeah. That thought of, you know, just, um, and again, as someone who has been in educational leadership for quite a long time, um, you hear people say things about elementary school and preschool and kindergarten. Well, they're just playing. And those are two words that really annoy me when said that way, just playing. It's like, really? Yeah. Just playing? Do you know what's happening here? Let's dig deep. Let's look at child development. Playing, yep. so much happens in play that no adult can teach kids. So, you know, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir with you, I, I can tell, but it yep. absolutely is true. So, so this idea of movement for children in unstructured ways that have some kind of guidance and safety protocol. It's not a free for all. It's not even controlled chaos. It's just that kids know what their purpose is, but within that they have a great deal of choice and freedom. And that's, that's largely what riding a, a bike is all about. If you think about mental health, physical health, the freedom, the mobility, regardless of where you come from on a bike or, or in a PE class or in some kind of play situation, Kids don't think about all those things that adults worry about. They think about, I'm moving, I'm doing something nope. cool, I'm engaged. And so, so it is different from an educational perspective. I do think, um, I think education always has that pendulum that goes back and forth. I think it's coming back to, okay, to be a decent, well-rounded person, you probably need to um, have some struggle and some conflict that is resolved in a way where an adult may help, but doesn't do it for you. You know, kids need to solve mm -hmm. problems a lot of times too. And and just if you think about that, a, a nice way to learn to ride a bike is you get the basics, but then you have some problem solving and some struggle of your own in our kindergarten PE program. And that's exactly what that is, not to put kids in danger, but to actually let them figure it out with that, that kind of guided practice, but then that independent practice too in a safe, controlled environment, which is much yep. better than learning to ride a bike and you live on a steep hill and you've never gotten on one before and you crash and you get hurt without yep. anyone so that's a great point because like i've said before my my son just learned how to ride his bike without training wheels recently and he was getting pretty frustrated getting through that process and it was it would have been easy for me to get frustrated too trying to work with him because sometimes yeah. he'd want to give up or sometimes he would want to do something himself but not do it the right way and i want to force him to do it the right way so just the struggle him and i had together and 
and allowing him to struggle through it was was good for both of us. And I could see how letting kids do that, letting kids work through that and learn a new skill that's not easy, especially when you try to go from balancing to pedaling. Those are really good skills that they learn throughout that process. Yeah, it's hard to teach your own children too, just from experience. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. my, when my daughter learned to ride a bike, I was working with her. We were struggling back and forth, back and forth for a long time. And she's a pretty stubborn kid. And one day she was over at the neighbor's house and the dad says, he's an avid cyclist. He does these grinding Rocky mountain, you know, high altitude things. She came home riding a bike. He taught her to ride a bike. (laughs) She hardly knew the guy, just her friend's dad. Yeah. He taught me to ride a bike. I'm like, seriously, I've been working with you for a while. So sometimes it's just, (laughs) or like a teacher, different relationship, you know? Yeah. Oh, I get it. And it's frustrating at times, but some of that struggle is important as we Mm -hmm. learn. Yeah, it's funny because I have a similar story. Um, we went and watched a baseball game recently, and there was this kid that my son was friends with that was watching the game too, and my, my son rode his bike over there. He was already riding without training wheels, but he didn't know how to to get himself going from stop to start. And normally I'd like spot him, I'd hold him under his armpits, let him get balanced, and then he'd pedal. And I ta- I tried to teach him a million times how to pedal on his own to get from stop to start. So this other kid comes over and talks to him for two seconds. And my son comes over and is like, he just taught me how to ride it with uh, on my own without doing this. And he hopped around his bike and took off like, like that, that five-year-old kid gave him all the secret information that he needed. So it, I agree with you. That's funny trying to teach your own kids something. Absolutely. <laughs> so w- when you see people, when they implement this program and use your curriculum, do they typically do this inside of a gym or are they doing it out in a parking lot or in the grass or could it, are people doing it really all over the place? Really wherever you can find the space. We have um, a, a great little mini documentary that was made about, about this uh, from the Bronx and um, okay. you know how New York city schools are. I mean, I think everyone's yep. at least in pictures since you live in the state. I imagine you've been to the city a few times probably, but um, yep. you know, it's tiny little yards, sometimes not even gyms and, it, again, freeing of children to just find a spot to ride a bike, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's a park, it's across the street, it's in a kind of a fenced playground yard or a small gym. It's really happening anywhere. And, you know, the thing about PE teachers that I've found out is they are creative, especially elementary PE teachers with <laughs> young kids. You've got to be a master of ceremonies all the time and you yeah. have to really have their attention, but also teach them skills, but allow them to have their freedom. So um, we have a lot of teachers that will use, and we recommend this in the curriculum, um, you know, like the little cones or pylons to make a course in the gym. But we've also yep. seen at schools where they've had to split the gym in half, you know, and, and, and you have to adapt. But I mean, the best, the best setup, obviously, if you live in a place with a great climate where you don't have a lot of snow and ice and you can be outdoors <laughs> a lot, and you have a nice flat surface is great. Um, You want something pretty hard packed. You don't want gravel. You don't want soft grass because part of a balanced bike and that the whole idea of having your feet on the ground is you go from that kind of walking alongside it to gliding. And as you start gliding, you need a pretty smooth surface, but but teachers make it work. I mean, we have it all over the place from Alaska, Hawaii, Wyoming, South Dakota. I mean, New York, states all over the country and it they, they make it work regardless. Hmm. Yeah, that's good to know. It's funny you you mentioned Alaska there. The, the person the reason I found out about you guys was through a professional jet ski racer or a former professional mm-hmm. jet ski racer Victor Sheldon. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, he was promoting you on Instagram or something like that. And I saw it and I was, I reached out to him right away and I was like, I need to talk to these people because this is an amazing program. And he's like, Oh, absolutely. Cause I know he's into mountain biking now too. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, but, um, to, to, to get to that with um, Mr. Sheldon and, and others, we, we started, um, we started to get a lot of people who love cycling either. Some are our cyclists, but then we get jet skiers, people into skiing, swimming, triathlons, outdoorsy people um, know the Strider bike pretty well. And when they have kids, because their kids are on bikes, we see so many people, you know, that are athletes having their kids on striders, they're riding early or they're cross training in some way or another. But you start to look at that. And, and what what is so interesting is with with the program we put together with national ambassadors is we want others to help tell our story, because we don't have that megaphone. Um, mm -hmm media i mean we're a small nonprofit based in south dakota but what we know is people are passionate about cycling and about kids moving and kids you know getting on two wheels are helping us tell our story so he, he's one of the ambassadors and, and yep. we've gotten a lot from instagram and, and we're not i mean we're not paying people to market for us we're asking them if you believe in this cause help us share it help us promote it and it, it's really making a difference so um, i just would say, you know, on, on this podcast, just as an appeal, you know, if, if you have a big social media platform and you love cycling and you love to see kids learning to ride a bike, please um, go to allkidsbike.org. We definitely, you'll see our national ambassadors on there and it's growing yep. every single day. So yeah, it's really cool to have the people um, out there telling our story with the passion for, for what we do. And we see so many videos of kids being successful. I mean, it's just hmm. it's powerful for us. Yeah, that's awesome. And clearly there has to be a passion out there just because you can't buy a bike anywhere still. I mean, it's still really hard to find a bike anywhere. I'm so, glad I have four in my garage because I'm kind of at this point a collector um, or an yeah. I got, like you, I've got a lot of different bikes, but I'm really glad when I was thinking about selling one. I'm like, I don't know because I, I want a different one <laughs> yeah. not right now, but, but yeah. it's, um, when when kids can't get access to a bike, you know, and that that's what we we don't want to happen if, if there's a passion and an interest and there's no access. I mean, that is, that's really troubling for us. So we mm. want to make sure that happens. And really, you know, on the Strider Education Foundation side, it initially was just to help um, put some of the Strider Corporation's profits into getting kids on bikes, but it evolved into kindergarten PE programs because that's the fast lane to get kids mm. on it's not you know it's not to take away from what great pe programs and great pe curriculum is already about it's really to enhance it and to give yeah. teachers tools in their toolbox more equipment more curriculum more tools for engaging young people yeah i love that i, I think that's great because we're always us pe teachers are always looking for that kind of stuff so it's great to have resources out there like yours to, to pull from what can listeners do that have a passion for cycling and for kids cycling? What can they do to help this cause? They can tell their friends. It's word of mouth. It really is. Um, you can, you know, if, if let's just say you're listening to this and, and you're, you're into getting kids outdoors camping. I mean, that, that's really your passion. Um, you can still talk to your local um, people, your friends, you know, in the school system, you can talk to your neighbors, you can say, you know, one more tool or one more vehicle to get kids outdoors is cycling. And we mm -hmm. have a lot of, um, it's really interesting, a lot of our, um, our support comes from grandparents of, of kids really? who are active, and, and they're huh. out there and they're saying, my grandkids sitting around playing video games all the time. 
they need to do something. We're like, we've got something for you. First off, we have these Strider bikes, which get young people on bikes, get them successful early riding, and they, they, they understand how to ride a bike early. But we also have, if your grandkid goes to school, or if you have a grandkid that's going to go to school and be a kindergartner, we also have this this great program. So so we do get that kind of support um, just from enthusiasts, largely, um, from families. Yeah. It'll come from parents, too. It'll, ha- it'll come from a, a PTA doing a fundraiser um, for a school. They hear about this, and they say, okay, let's find a way to do this for our kids. Because if you think of the the generational impact when you have a new group of kindergartners coming in every year and they, they leave kindergarten with a solid skill base for knowing how to ride a bike and that enthusiasm for it, chances are they're going to have a bike at home and hopefully they're going to push to ride it. There are also teachers, I should say, I mean, this kindergarten, the program's geared towards kindergarten, but there are places that are using it with first graders as well, hmm. especially in the initial year. I mean, yep, really the bikes, because of the size of the bikes after that, you get a little kids get a little too big for them, but um, they absolutely um, can can scale up into first grade if if needed. Mm-hmm. It's quite a bit. Yeah, I could see my students being jealous of uh, the kindergartners when if, yeah. um, if I have first through four because I teach K through four. I could see them being like, "Hey, man, that's not fair that they get to ride a bike in school. I didn't get to do that." But I think, I think it's great. Something cool though. Say, hey, how about an after-school cycling club, or how about yeah. um, a parent volunteer or two who love to cycle that they're going to teach kids some fundamentals, or they're going to teach them how to um, safely, um, you know, go over a terrain course. I don't know if you have any like pump tracks or anything in your area, but man, a lot yeah. of cities are building some very cool tracks now that that get kids engaged quickly and keep them safe as well. So. There's just a lot of ways to get kids on bikes and keep them on bikes. Uh, what we're trying to do is really build that foundational skill and that love for, for cycling and doing that through kindergarten PE programs. Mm-hmm. That's my dream goal with this whole thing is to get them, get them started with bikes, hopefully enroll in your program and work with you guys with this. And then also mm-hmm. down the road, work with our community to build a pump track or a small track out back because we have one that's probably 35 minutes away from our school. So it's, we're on the West side of Rochester and the pump tracks on the East side of Rochester. And that's the only one that I know of around here. So it'd be awesome to have one locally too. Kids would go, they would love it. Yeah. There's quite a few here where I live in Colorado and um, it's, you know, it's because cities and municipalities have come together and said, let's find, let's take this old piece of land and do something with it basically. And obviously it costs money, but boy, it really brings people together and brings kids together around that. So getting Mm -hmm. them there, but again, getting creative too and finding other ways with the resources you have right there. If you've, if you've got the equipment and so if teachers have the, you know, the, the fleet of bikes, they can, they can get pretty creative. Um, just right in your schoolyard or your gymnasium. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate you taking the time out to talk to me, Matt. This is great information. Obviously, I'm going to look into this more too. And, and if you don't mind, once I actually once I stop this, I want to pick your brain about a couple things. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but yeah, yeah. We, we want to help you get kids on bikes. I mean, we are driven by that. We're not looking to make money. We're not trying to market to kids in any way that's unsavory. We truly care about kids on bikes. That's it. That's why we mm-hmm. call it all bike. That's our goal. It's crazy goal. <laughs> Big goal to say every kindergartner leaves kindergarten knowing how to ride a bike in the United States. But um, we're on track to do it. So we're going to keep pushing. Well, you said you've already worked with, what, over 200 schools? Over 220 right now. I was actually wow. just looking 
And, and actually, we have more that are coming online soon. So we'll be up to, I think, 235 before the end of the year. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to um, you know, promote or talk about before we sign off here? Um, really, I just, again, would would like to remind listeners that, you know, for it's really it's $10 a kid to teach a kid to ride a bike. Um, this mm-hmm. isn't an ask for or a program ask for a huge amounts of money. It's really an investment in kids on two wheels. So, no, I just thank you for getting the word out and helping us get the word out. So um, um, the last thing I'll say is allkidsbike.org. Very simple, cool website. And you can always look up All Kids Bike or Strider Bikes on YouTube. And you can see some amazing videos as well of kids being successful that can barely walk. And they are on a bike. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, thanks again, Matt. Absolutely. I appreciate it.